this Bible talk walk. Um, I just want to say um, a couple people I want to listen to that are biblical people. Uh, Jordan Peterson. Uh, I think he's more Baptisty, but he, I guess he has a friend, like a Canadian French name that's Greek Orthodox. It does like a bunch of iconography. <coughs> Very cool. Um, and I guess uh, I guess the Baptist I guess their emphasis is soteriology I've been hearing and they don't, they don't really get into uh, everything else so um, and I wouldn't say that they're perfect with it I think they have a lot of thoughts I think the I think it's the Cappadocian Fathers or the Capuchins um one of the two, uh, they have a lot of stuff with uh, uh, soteriology. I feel like it's a similar thing as Baptist, but um, you know, who knows? You know, I don't know all, all like the contact points of history <coughs> with all the orders, all the churches, the families everything there's so much um so that's just why I can't I can't take one or the other you know I I end up being just Roman Catholic because I feel like all roads lead to Rome um and I I I just don't want to minimize the apostolic succession because like if the apostles I kind of see it as okay the apostles appointed people and here we are Catholic Church with the Pope. And I just, I don't, I don't want to be like, like, if the apostles were on earth right now, um, in the flesh, not, not just, uh, veneration of the bones, but, like, in, in the, you, you can legitimately venerate and pray and all that, um, but, um, <coughs> If they were here, I would want to be physically with them. Like, I want to. I would want to learn from them. And even if they sent me away, like Jesus sent people away, I would see that as like a blessing to have even been around them. Um, and then I, I, I try to get clarity so that I can get back with them as soon as possible. Just kind of like Paul when he was constantly trying to um, stay with the church and, um, you know, the people that he had grown in relationship with in Christ. But, you know, because I I would want to be around the people that have been around God in the flesh. And so, that's why anytime I've ran across people that seem like they're connected in that way, um, I just want to, like, I just want to be around those people. And not in a weird way. Like, I want there to be, you know, healthy... uh, Whatever needs to be healthy kind of, like, communication uh, with everything. Um, But, man, you know... And so I feel like the Holy Sees and all that, you know, I think that's kind of a goal to try to be near and around them in a positive way. So, um... Yeah. Basically. That's kind of my goal. 
over there. Um, I think that has to do with soteriology too, because most of the people that we are, we we have like no question if they're saved, have literally been in the presence of God. (coughs) All the other people in the world, they just, who knows? I mean, but that's the thing, like, but in the new covenant, Maybe the presence of God was just so much more uh, kind. I don't know. Because, like, you know, but you see people that were kind of in God's presence uh, in the Old Testament. And, like, it seems like they messed it up more. And I don't know. The soteriology, it just seems like, yeah, sure, they're saved. Maybe if they were in God's people. There's, you know, King David versus Saul. You know, the actual Saul, not, not the Old Testament Saul, I mean. <clears throat> that just seems like, yeah, I think King David for sure. And uh, Saul, uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it looked like he had a demon. Some Christian communities, they are kind of convinced, like, okay, you can't have, you can't have, you, Christians don't get demons. And yeah, sure, I, I love that thought, and I want that to be true. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, there's probably minor ones that are afflictions, not full-on, like, uh, obsessions. likely um, but I'm sure it's possible if, uh, but that that's the whole thing with the sacramental graces too yeah I'd like to I'd like to to really see more on that um, uh, of actual case studies that'd be interesting to see because um, I guess there was like a nun Somehow she was able to go through all the sacraments and still have something, I don't know what it was, but maybe, like, and and it was like, they used it as, it was like exception of the rule, I feel like, but she used that as a way to basically torture I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd like to see more detail on that. And even, like, counter-arguments to, like, maybe she had, like, a, you know, some, something that she wasn't allowing uh, there to be liberation uh, by holding something back. Or maybe, like, literally nobody just helped her to, you know, kind of get rid of the last few crap in her soul and she just said to live like that and it was it was a form of suffering but I don't know because you know I heard a good podcast today uh, of somebody that was liberated and they uh, 
scalded till then they were healed. It looks good. So, anyway. Um, yeah, it'd be so interesting to see all these case studies. And, uh, but, you know, another... That's why I kind of like my... I like to not deny the uh, truth that God wants to share and <clears throat> and not not make things secret knowledge but just just to have knowledge of God and <clears throat> teaching that to reveal not to have this uh, secret knowledge I think that's yeah, Gnosticism is not uh, good. It, uh, I think it, it lends itself to communities that are dualistic, <clears throat> for sure. That That is for sure. Um, <clears throat> I, I guess... Uh, the idea of like clarifying private revelation, things like that, uh, or things that uh, should be revealed, but maybe people haven't put God first, so they are suppressed. Um, you know that that's a big deal, and people or they just chose not to repent. It shows to sin. I can see those things, um, but uh, as far as like, yeah, there's definitely the. Um, you know, like, the, I think a lot of the founding fathers in America, like Washington and stuff, they were like, I think they were dualists, so they believed God just put everything in motion, and <clears throat> and then he just stepped back, and the presence really wasn't there. And, you know, I guess that kind of lends itself to making me think about, like, the uh, Protestant churches, really, I mean, in some ways, they believe that, for sure, and, you know, and maybe in some, like, grand, not not our participation, but maybe, like, a grander thing of God's just uh, using the effects of just the world and everything else to bring about good, you know, because maybe if there was ever a, uh, say, say somebody came into a church and they were you know they were a priest and it and they weren't uh it wasn't like god's plan they were just even though like it kind of you know god's he just allows things to happen to teach us i guess but um you know what if he was just like controlling the sacrament he wouldn't let people see it he just uh or or, or he uh you know, was oppressing the people, allowing them to see the sacrament, but also oppress them. You know, like the kings. I guess like the king, the monarch system. It makes sense that America is the way it is because the monarch system. It probably had a lot of bad monarchs. It's not like every king wasn't perfect. You know, um, in some way or another, probably. So, <clears throat> because of the deceitfulness of sin. Um, or, or maybe the people weren't perfect. You know, the kings, they could have been really close uh, to perfection, possibly. Um, you know, if they had good faith. But uh, I think 
you know, it makes sense. They would have wanted to control and be heavy-handed at times. Um, or maybe even the people uh, that were close to the king uh, did that, trying to make the king more heavy-handed. That actually makes sense in order to, like, make the Christian kingdoms look bad. You know, and, and they wanted to be Judean Christian. You know, I, there's probably truth on both sides of that because in order to take, you know, to from the inside out deal with a kingdom, you got to make it look bad. So I don't know. There's a lot there. Um, try not to be uh, anti anything really when you're doing that because really to look at everything and see why things are the way they are. Or, the history and everything. I think it, that's why I love writing, but I love the, the idea of writing is where you have to read a ton before you even write. And then you have to take all these footnotes and everything and have them in a Rolodex or on your computer or something. But So it's just, you know, who knows? Maybe that's something we should all do and be part of academic communities um, in some form or fashion. Whether big or little or, or privately or, you know just be learning and not um, stagnant but anyway and that's why I like maybe the emphasis of just reading the bible you know like the small little bible church there's something to it um, but I, I, I have learned about monasticism and asceticism so that's kind of taken that place of that peaceful little bible churches just this peaceful like monastery idea and and trying to find the connection points <clears throat> with these things these truths that seem true and uh, I still want to look into uh, but you know finding the foundations to why, why are they actually peaceful why, why do they feel peaceful oh well, maybe because the monasteries did a lot of work 